The definition of hustle culture is super vague. So, what does hustle culture mean to you? That's actually an interesting question. Welcome to another episode of On The Record with Sheena and Lula. For the next 15 minutes or so, we'll talk about topics relevant to Indonesia, from society and culture, business and tech insights. Today though, we decided to change things up with our very special guest, senior writer and head of creative desk, Josa Lokman. Hello, hello, hello. Unlike the usual format, we'll be sitting down together and talk about a topic that's very near and dear to our hearts. Hustle culture. Mm-hmm. It goes without saying that the opinions we share today do not reflect those of the Jakarta Post values. Let's begin! Okay, so back to our earlier discussion. Kak Josa, what does hustle culture mean to you? I feel like hustle culture uh, is in the eye of the beholder. Some people are naturally workaholics and some people who just rather get paid to do nothing. <laughs> well, for me at least, hustle culture means uh, the glorification of work. It's like working and working and working for the sake of work itself, not necessarily uh, the amount of money or fame or any achievements that you get from it. Well, I mean, we define hustle culture as a lifestyle that we especially millennials and gen z like when we work we don't we no longer have the same aspirations as our forerunners i mean we still do we still chase financial stability but in a sense it's not as easy to achieve we're still trying to get stuff but the goalpost has been moved further further away where we just try to get whatever's accessible to us with hard work. Right, so for some people it's beneficial, but for other people it's better to kind of like distance yourself from it. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think for us, because we live in such a like a fast-paced environment and everything, mm-hmm. the work-life balance line tends to get super blurry. Yeah, because I think it's blurry and impossible to achieve and not getting there makes you feel like a failure. So how have you guys been coping with that? Uh, Previously, I was a reporter. And as a reporter, you're expected to be on call 24-7. And uh, if that's not hustle culture, I don't know what is. But essentially, uh, it blurs the line between work and life when I would say you have to interrupt your personal life for the sake of work which is fine because uh, I knew what I was getting into as a reporter but uh, for others who have like a 9 to 5 job uh, within a cubicle or anything Mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely going to be a problem when uh, your boss contacts you at like 9pm where you're going to sleep or whenever you're on break on weekends i want to touch on one thing you said you knew what you were getting into Mm -hmm. so when we say hustle culture is it more of our responsibility to kind of draw that um boundaries or do you think that the bosses and the supervisors have anything to do with that oh absolutely they have everything to do with it i feel like uh the higher ups uh your bosses their bosses should absolutely know uh, the effect of what overworking can do for you. 
the other thing that we have to bring out, um, since Kaiosa was a reporter, so you probably know more about this, the standard of living of you working one job in, let's say, the 1980s or 1970s, and you working one or five position at once in this day and age, that kind of creates such a difference, and I think that's what the older generation kind of doesn't understand. You know what I mean? Mm, yes. I think what happened is that, uh, as with any other economy, there's inflation, right? And I feel like uh, in the old days, at least, in in my father's days or even my grandparents' days, you could get a job, and then even as, as a starting job, uh, you could get a house, get a car. And I feel like with today's standards, with the amount of pay we get, sure, uh, on paper we'd get like a higher salary than those but uh, before us. But the thing is, the standards of living has rose astronomically over the past few years. And for example, uh, the Jakarta minimum wage when I started out my job in 2017 was around 4.2 or 4.3 million. It's now approximately 4.6 million and as far as I know inflation has risen by 15.71 percent since 2017. And what does that tell you? Ooh girl I think we <laughs> just can't keep up. Brings me to my next point about how people have different limits so what I see as like, oh, this is toxicity of like hustling or hustle culture, maybe not the same as what you say is like toxic, you know, but uh, just because I'm overwhelmed doesn't mean that I'm being weak because maybe you have five things that you have to do. And I also have five things, but if I have something going on in my personal life and, you know, I'm taking it a little bit hard, you're... I mean, some people would be like, you know, this guy has the same amount of work and you do and you don't see him complaining, which is gaslighting at its best, I would say. So do you guys think, have you guys ever gone through something like that? Okay, I think for me, uh, everyone knows their own limits. I know my own limit at work. But then sometimes when you're overwhelmed, you just want to complain for the sake of complaining. Yeah. So when you actually vent to someone and then say, if you don't like your job that much, quit. Or just say something to the boss. And that's actually not that wise in um, several senses because if you quit, then you don't have money to eat and then you'd starve to death. Yeah. Or if you actually complain to your boss, um, either you'd get a demotion you get written up and I don't think you want that either uh, <laughs> if you complain online or to friends uh, you know sometimes it's like well you should be grateful you have a job it's a really tough world outside people are uh, uh, I get what they mean about their own um, limits but I feel like as a society, we we don't like to see the negative parts of it and then just glorify it. work for the sake of work. You know, working for a good company, you make good money, but then you're not allowed to uh, bring light 
to the negative aspects of it. I think that's what happened, absolutely. Yeah, but that's what's different with our generation is that maybe in the past, they didn't have the luxury of talking about their feelings. There's this, even now, there are this stigma around it. And now, you know, it's definitely a lot better. Yeah, do we have space to talk about this emotionally, especially since the talk of mental health is getting more prominent this day, these days? I mean, we have psychologists talking about taking taking some time for yourself, think about what you're doing, slowing down, doing the slow life. You know, it's like rerouting what you're going for, taking care of yourself. I mean the best thing they can do right now is just tell people to take care of yourself remember to sweep the floor of your apartment or koskosan <laughs> which okay real talk sometimes i forget about doing house chores and then it only stresses me out but we can't really talk about that because it's like a very you know very complex thing because we're not even allowed to talk about this from start to finish like from the core to the things surrounding it. So what do you think about that? I feel like with uh, the pandemic that happened in 2020 and some say are still ongoing right now, uh, there's been a larger focus on mental health, especially when people are start working at home. Where the thing about working at home is that it has its benefits. You don't have to commute. Your desk is basically whatever it is you want to be. Uh, it can be in the home office, the bed, like I know some people who actually take Zoom calls on the bed. Me? Me <laughs> <laughs> too. Yeah, but back to my point about um, uh, working from home is that it gets blurred, the lines between work and personal life because you're expected to be on call every day of the week. And this mental health, especially in the pandemic where you're confined to a small box for days on end, uh, it's re- it gets really tiring fast. And then with everything at hand, even the smallest annoyance, what's the word for it? Like the straw that breaks the camel's back. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's... that's Everyone's breaking point can be different, but it's an accumulation of whatever it is that you're feeling. I think what's really interesting for me, it's you don't see it coming sometimes. When you're tired and when you feel like you want to slow down, they're just going to look at you and say, well, that's your fault. Like, what are we supposed to do with it? Like, that's not our responsibility if you feel tired or if you need to take time off because you're sick. Like come on, the world's still moving with or without you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm not very familiar with the new omnibus law. Mm-hmm. But has that changed compared to, like, the labor laws that was set, let's say, 20, 10 years ago, and the new omnibus law that came out, what was it, last year? How has that evolved? I think one of the main uh, complaints about uh, the omnibus law that I've heard is actually the workers' protection in terms of uh, what's that called again when they were they were sacked and then they had to pay the workers' compensation for it. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we call it pasahon. Oh yeah, Indonesia. that's the thing. I, I don't oh, know. So it. It's severance pay. Yes, yeah, the severance so pay. The thing about uh, the omnibus law itself, the, the complaints I've heard are mostly about the severance pay itself because uh, sometimes you work hard for a company multiple years, and then because of this legal loophole or just like that one law itself. Uh, the company can just like reduce the amount of pay you get. That's frustrating. So yes, it has improved, but it's not perfect. Yeah, we still have a long way to go. And on that note, I think we've talked very extensively about this important topic. Mm. And oh wait, my phone just rang. <laughs> yeah, it's an email from me. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I'm the boss now. <laughs> oh my god. Just okay. sign the papers. <laughs> Anyway, because this is such an extensive topic, we decided to publish another content piece by me. Visit www.thechartapost.com and tell your friends. And once again, I'm Sheena. I'm Lula. I'm Josa. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Killed it. <laughs> I